Hi everyone. Um, welcome to JP's very ambitious K-drama podcast. This is going to be a very informal podcast in the sense that it's going to lack structure for a bit while I figure things out because obviously I'm not a professional. It might also not have the best quality of sound etc but I'm working on that this is all very so most of the time it might just be me talking into a microphone you know you might not um, hear everything all the time to the best of its I don't know it's just going to be me talking about K-dramas which um, is something which is a topic and subject that I like um, and which is something that I have been quite deeply involved and interested in for the last two years at least. So with that, we're just going to get right into it. This is John Ree and this podcast is called What the K-Drama. So I'm going to start off with a little bit of introduction from it. I don't know who the audience where this is going to be. I will put it on my Tumblr, which is not enough drama on Tumblr, um, but I'm not sure who's going to listen to it, if anybody's going to listen to it. I know my friends, if I coerce them enough, will listen to it, but apart from that, so I'm just going to format it like I'm talking to a friend about K-dramas and what I like about them, and you know, go forward from there. If you like that format, that's amazing that's great thank you if you don't please don't feel any pressure to keep listening you can be like you know whatever also caution i do use profanities so if you're uncomfortable with that you know i will try to curtail it for this podcast because i know not a lot of people are comfortable with that but sometimes it might just fair warning it might um slip out here and there so what i'm going to start with is my journey into Cape Korean dramas and how I got started. So my introduction to Asian dramas wasn't Korean dramas, it was um, Taiwanese dramas back way back when I was in middle school in 2004. Yes. So I used to live in Singapore and we didn't have a lot of, when we first moved there we didn't have a lot of um, for government sort of issue channels um, and there was um, channel 8 which used to play dramas imported from Taiwan and China with English subtitles so I started watching a drama which obviously is a cult drama now and everybody knows it really well really well called um, Meteor Garden which recently had a remake we'll talk about that also recently had a remake um an updated version of sorts but i watched the original taiwanese version of it um with jerry Yan and barbie sue and it was and imagine a 13 year old me watch alone no friends watching this outlandish at the time drama about these four hot guys and this girl who doesn't 
you know give a shit about them and like stands up to them it was fascinating for 13 year old me it was perfect and it was it was just, I, of course now that i look back and look at the dramas you know it is problematic it is not something that should be idealized but for 13 year old me it was it was amazing it was like a whole new world had opened up and i started watching more dramas um as they came on my tv and for, and for someone living for for a brown person i'm indian so for an indian person these were dramas that i could sort of relate to because culturally they are similar and that's one of the draws that i'll explain later culturally it was similar um of course there's differences but you know an overall like sense of values you know family importance etc was very similar to um my own culture which i found that i could relate to more than say western tv shows so i enjoyed watching the dramas immensely cut to ninth grade and i moved back to india and obviously i lost sort of um touch with dramas because our the indian media industry is so large bollywood is the biggest movie industry in the world um and we have a tv industry which at that point was going through some weird like renaissance and we had soap operas on soap operas which also i loved just putting it out there they were like they spanned 500 episodes 10 years and i loved all of it um so i you know sort of got back into there was so much content that i didn't really need to look beyond then when i next became and then fast forward to 2012 i came to canada for school i came to canada for school in 2010 but in 2012 i was looking for something to watch i was bored um and then i remembered about you know like about taiwanese dramas so i started looking up websites and i found which is so funny that i watched all the all the dramas that i watched that were not k-dramas were turned into k-dramas later on so in 2012 i watched um posted girl which was fated to love you the taiwanese version the original version of it um the k-drama version of it didn't come out till two years after that but i I watched it i instantly loved it because it's that you know classic story um poor poor girl rich boy so it was it was super fun and i watched it and i watched a couple more dramas but again i lost touch finally i think the third time's the charm in 2016 my best friend who's not really into hollywood or korean content was like oh hey i found this show on netflix um you should watch it it's really fun it's called we're all surrounded and you're all surrounded sorry and it was the drama with uh remember his name but oh god he's so famous the guy who plays ma wang on the <laughs> uh, man I I, yeah but you know who i'm talking about you know super amazing actor and uh i i kind of tried to watch it for a day uh, and goara is also in it try to watch it for one episode. i didn't really like it because i'm more of a romance kind of person but in the recommended, I did find um, Falling for Innocence slash Beating Again, 
and I watched that and I watched Jung Kyung Ho and I immediately fell in love I was like what is this I love this I need to watch more and then I obsessively started searching you know internet for more k-drama content so I watched she was pretty I watched marriage not dating and I seen that a new world had opened up and I did not want to go back into that I did not want to go back to real life because it was so amazing once I started watching all these dramas I started noticing a trend because I was getting tired of western dramas and I was getting tired of you know similar plot lines and stuff even not to say that you know plot lines aren't overused in k-dramas also but it's just that there would come a point in western dramas that I couldn't really relate to them and I didn't feel that they necessarily were um they didn't necessarily you know um showcase me or my value or what I thought of so I was like yeah this is great this is a fun storyline but I, to me it felt too outlandish but with Korean dramas um again the, what I mentioned before is because the culture is somewhat similar to the culture that I belong to so I was more comfortable watching it that you know the whole oh parents <laughs> rich mom threatens the girl to leave her son alone or like you know um parents not agreeing to let the kids get married and stuff like that which is a very common theme in in Indian media and like culture Bollywood and stuff so it was something that I was already familiar with but it was in such a better uh, packaged format that it just was beautiful and it was it made me the, the thing that I didn't like about Indian soap operas is that they were too long winding they were too they used to drag on forever they you know just they used to get ridiculously over the top storylines which made no sense um, but with K-dramas the, th- the good thing was that you you could have this amazing storyline which you could relate to but it was over in a short amount of time it was beautifully packaged the people were beautiful the aesthetics were pleasing and everything was great we're not going to talk about the early 2000s fashion because hey everybody in the early 2000s dressed horribly but um in general like the whole the visuals and everything were just so um so eye-catching like couldn't ignore it and so I found the perfect mix of something that I could relate to but something that also didn't kind of you know wear me down so that's how I started watching (laughs) k-dramas what I'm going to move on to is my favorite actors so my favorite actors absolutely in the k-drama world are without a doubt Soju Sub and Gong Hyo Jin and I'm so sad that Gong Hyo Jin is not doing any more dramas for now, but I love her so much. She's so talented. She's so amazing. And she's just, she just knocks out, knocks it out of the park every time. Her and Jun Ji Hyun are like probably, um, you know, my top tier. Like I would watch anything they're in. Like I suffered <laughs> through Legend of the Blue Sea only for Jun Ji Hyun. Also, since obviously since I'm not Korean, my pronunciation the names might not be perfect and I apologize for that beforehand if it's really horrible and you feel like I'm just butchering it please let me know I will try to work around it I'll try to be better but um yeah Soji Sub he's like the perfect dude dude 
I'm I would watch him. I watched the Bali drama for him, what happened in Bali for him because I was, you know, I was so obsessed. And I watched and Oh My Venus continues to be my go-to drama to watch whenever I'm like sad or like bored. It's just it just does it for me. So those are my two favorites. I'm <laughs> I have divided opinions about some of the popular names so I'm not going to discuss them because I know they will I'll get me into trouble but someone I also really like uh, Ji Changwook another one of my favorites what a what a sweetie what a wonderful guy like absolutely Park So Joon of course funny thing when I watched she was pretty <laughs> and I know I'm gonna get killed for this also but when I was she was pretty I was very very much suffering from second lead syndrome because to me I was like oh my god the dude's you know so nice to her and he likes her for who she is and you know Sojun's character doesn't like her for who she is but it was but over the years I just I've just fallen so much in love with Park Sojun that you know I I am <laughs> I don't know if I if I rewatch she was pretty whether I would still have second lead syndrome I just yeah so Park Sojun is also one of my favorites um it just i just like <laughs> the tall goofy ones hey that's just that's just my type in everything tbh but um my favorite my favorite tropes and i know a lot of people is the fake fake dating or fake marriage trope or the forced cohabitation i love that enemies to lovers love that that's almost every show um so one of my constant like constant favorites is marriage not dating not a lot of people have watched that i don't know i don't see a lot of people discussing it but that was one of the funniest and the most amazing dramas the actors were excellent the story was amazing it was just overall fantastic like fake marriage not even dating who doesn't love that shit <laughs> but um yeah so i really um enjoyed watching what i love soju sub and coherence so much that i watch master son like three times even though i'm very scared of scary stuff i'm very afraid of ghosts and i screamed at every jump scare even though it wasn't that scary technically but i wa- i love him so much that i watched it that many times even though the ghosts scared me <laughs> um and in recent of course like goblin i think every k drama person has to mention goblin because it was honestly i thought it was you know i a lot of people have differing opinions about it but it was a gorgeous drama like it was um grim and you know kim shin kind of made it for me they were they were so funny and sung jae as dokma was also brilliant even kim goon what a sweet portrayal it's not easy to portray a young young like high school student and then a mature woman but she she was she hit her out of the park yuna also fabulous wonderful I was it was a really standout drama I think for a lot of people at the end of 2016 20 and the beginning of 2017 and that's those are some of my favorite dramas and favorite tropes what I'm going to be doing with this podcast quote unquote it's not really long it's pretty short for now is um I'm going to be discussing the dramas that I'm watching discussing the dramas that I have watched and for dramas that I am watching I'm trying to do like a weekly review of the episodes that I went through so you know the list of dramas that I'm currently watching 
it's long <laughs> i watch a lot of dramas is basically what i do with my life but mondays and tuesdays i watch where stars land um i watch bad papa which is also jung hyuk is oh my god he's the ultimate he literally he could do no wrong in my eyes he can i'll watch anything for him also he yeah so i'm watching bad papa for him i'm watching where stars land and wednesday thursday is sort of my big day that's what i call it i'm watching the guest spooky but so 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 good so i watch it in the day so i'm not that scared Ghost Detective, oh, Tajong Choi is amazing. Another level. Another level. <laughs> and I watched Terrius behind me because duh, Soju Sub. But also the drama is really, really good. I was going to watch it for Soju Sub anyway, but the drama blew me away. It is well done. The characters are so nicely fleshed out and everybody has a really good role to play. And I can't speak highly enough of the show. I'm very proud of it. I thought it was just going to be some random rom-com, but it is so good. And then Fridays I watch Third Time Charm, which is kind of letting me down right now, but we'll discuss that later on. And Saturdays I'm also I've recently started because of shout out to um Ali, Megan and Anissa for getting me hooked on to weekend dramas cuz I was earlier I was not a believer I was just like whatever weekend dramas but then <laughs> I watched a recently concluded weekend drama called Marry Me Now and oh my god I loved it so much I we used to watch it every weekend with my brother who also is a huge K-drama fan and we would he actually has watched more weekend dramas than I have but that's a topic for another day and he got me onto this and and so then then Ali and Megan were watching it too and we just loved it it was it was amazing even though it was 50 episodes i was very sad when it ended i wanted there to be more episodes but anyway so i've started and then saturday sunday i watch um, yui is in my only one i'm watching that weekend drama and i'm watching um uh, miss ma nemesis which is an adaptation of Miss Marple, um, Agatha Christie's Miss Marple, which again, I love Agatha Christie, everything, I've read every book, so wonderful series, it has, I don't know how they managed it, but they managed to transport that feeling of that, like, English villages in Korea, but it's flawless, amazing, um, highly recommended. So that's the list of dramas that I'm watching, <laughs> I'm hoping to do reviews, because I really want to talk about them more, um, because I have a lot of feelings, and I have a lot of things to say when it comes to episodes I've watched so hopefully I'll be doing more of those in the future and I talk really fast and I'm sorry but um, this is very informal but it's just I enjoy K-dramas a lot I really really like them if you have questions if you have comments if you just want me to shut the f up please let me know the tumblr is not enough drama at tumblr.tumblr.com you can send me a message send me an ask whatever and i will also open a twitter i'm so lazy i'm also old so i'm like it takes me a while to do get things started but anyways this i really wanted to do this for a long time and i'm hoping to have some of my friends as guests in the future because a lot of them are very knowledgeable about K-dramas way more than i am and they would i think 
they would have a really unique opinion and perspective on some things that I think would really <laughs> make this podcast way better than me just talking into a mic. But until then, this is the introductory, introductory episode. It's JP. This is the What the Drama, What's the K Drama podcast. Thank you for listening in so far. I promise I will have more stuff in the future. So thanks and I hope you listen to it next time and I hope you listen to it this time it's probably gonna have zero listeners but oh five maybe six because my friends are nice to me but but otherwise um thank you for listening in and see you next time hi everyone um welcome to JP's very ambitious k-drama podcast this is going to be a very informal podcast in the sense that it's going to lack structure for a bit while i figure things out because obviously i'm not a professional it might also not have the best quality of sound etc but i'm working on that this is all very so most of the time it might just be me talking into a microphone you know you might not um hear everything all the time to the best of its i don't know it's just going to be me talking about k-dramas which um is something which is a topic and subject that i like um and which something that I have been quite deeply involved and interested in for the last two years at least. So with that, we're just going to get right into it. This is Janri and this podcast is called What the K-Drama. So I'm going to start off with a little bit of introduction for me. I don't know who the audience for this is going to be. I will put it on my Tumblr, which is not enough drama on Tumblr. Sure, who's going to listen to it? If anybody's going to listen to it, I know my friends, if I coerce them enough, will listen to it. But apart from that, so I'm just going to format it like I'm talking to a friend about K dramas and what I like about them, and you know, go forward from there. If you like that format, that's amazing, that's great. Thank you. If you don't, please don't feel any pressure to keep listening. You can be like, you know whatever also caution i do use profanities so if you're uncomfortable with that you know i will try to curtail it for this podcast because i know not a lot of people are comfortable with that but sometimes it might just fair warning it might um slip out here and there so what i'm going to start with is my journey into Korean dramas and how I got started. So my introduction to Asian dramas wasn't Korean dramas. It was um, Taiwanese dramas back way back when I was in middle school in 2004. Yes. So I used to live in Singapore and we didn't have a lot of, when we first moved there, we didn't have a lot of, um, like, we didn't have a lot of channels. We just had like the four 
government sort of issued channels um, and there was um, channel 8 which used to play dramas imported from Taiwan and China with English subtitles so I started watching a drama which obviously is a cult drama now and everybody knows it really well really well called um, Meteor Garden which recently had a remake we'll talk about that also which recently had a remake um, an updated version of sorts but I watched the original Taiwanese version of it um, with Jerry Ann and Barbie Sue and it was and imagine the 13 year old me watch alone no friends watching this outlandish at the time drama about these four hot guys and this girl who doesn't you know give a shit about them and like stands up to them it was fascinating for a 13 year old me it was perfect and it was it was just, of course now that i look back and look at the dramas you know it is problematic it is not something that should be idealized but for a 13 year old me it was it was amazing it was like a whole new world had opened up and i started watching more dramas um as they came out on tv and for someone living for for a brown person i'm indian so for an indian person these were dramas that i could sort of relate to because culturally they are similar and that's one of the draws that i'll explain later culturally it was similar um of course there's differences but you know an overall like sense of values you know family importance etc was very similar to um my own culture which I found that I could relate to more than, say, Western TV shows. So I enjoyed watching the dramas immensely. Cut to ninth grade and I moved back to India. Obviously, I lost sort of um, touch with dramas because our the Indian media industry is so large. Bollywood is the biggest movie industry in the world. Um, and we have a TV industry, which at that point was going through some weird, like, renaissance and we had soap operas on soap operas which also i loved just putting it out there they were like they spanned 500 episodes 10 years and i loved all of it um so i you know sort of got back into there was so much content that i didn't really need to look beyond then when i next became and then fast forward to 2012 I came to Canada for school I came to Canada for school in 2010 but in 2012 I was looking for something to watch I was bored um, and then I remembered about you know like about Taiwanese dramas so I started looking up websites and I found which is so funny that I watched all the, all the dramas that I watched that were not K-dramas were turned into K-dramas later on so in 2012 I watched um, Posted Girl which was Fated to Love You the Taiwanese version the original version of it um, the K-drama version of it didn't come out until two years after that but I, I watched it I instantly loved it because it's that you know classic story um, poor poor girl rich boy so it was, it was super fun and I watched it and I watched a couple more dramas but Again, I lost touch. Finally, I think the third time's the charm. In 2016, my best friend, who's not really into Hollywood or Korean content, was like, oh, hey, I found this show on Netflix. Um, 
you should watch it it's really fun it's called we're all surrounded and you're all surrounded sorry and it was the drama with uh yisungi i think oh my god i can't can't remember his name but oh god he's so famous the guy who plays ma wang on the <laughs> Yeah, but you know who I'm talking about. You know, super amazing actor. And uh, I, I kind of tried to watch it for a day. Uh, and Goara is also in it. Tried to watch it for one set. I didn't really like it because I'm more of a romance kind of person. But in the recommended, I did find um, Falling for Innocence slash Beating Again. And I watched that and I watched Jung Kyung Ho and I immediately fell in love. I was like, what is this? I love this. I need to watch more. And then I obsessively started searching, you know, internet for more K-drama content. So I watched She Was Pretty. I watched Marriage Not Dating. And I seen that a new world had opened up and I did not want to go back into that. I did not want to go back to real life because it was so amazing. Once I started watching all these dramas, I started noticing trend because i was getting tired of western dramas and i was getting tired of you know similar plot lines and stuff even not to say that you know plot lines aren't overused in k-dramas also but it's just that there would come a point in western dramas that i couldn't really relate to them and i didn't feel that they necessarily so I was like yeah this is great this is a fun storyline but to me it felt too outlandish but with Korean dramas um, again what I mentioned before is because the culture is somewhat similar to the culture that I belong to so I was more comfortable watching it that you know the whole oh parents (laughs) rich mom threatens the girl to leave her son alone or like you know um parents not agreeing to let the kids get married and stuff like that which is a very common theme in in Indian media and like culture Bollywood and stuff so it was something that I was already familiar with but it was in such a better uh, packaged format that it just was beautiful and it was it made me the, the thing that I didn't like about Indian soap operas is that they were too long winding they were too they used to drag on for Ever they, you know, just they used to get ridiculously over the top storylines, which made no sense. Um, but with K dramas, the, th- the good thing was that you you could have this amazing storyline which you could relate to, but it was over in a short amount of time. It was beautifully packaged. The people were beautiful. The aesthetics were pleasing, and everything was great. We're now going to talk about the early two thousands fashion because hey, everybody in the early two thousands dressed horribly. But um, in general, like the whole, the visuals and everything were just so, um, so eye-catching. Like you, you couldn't ignore it. And so I found the perfect mix of something that I could relate to, but something that also didn't kind of, you know, wear me down. So that's how I started watching K-dramas. <laughs> what I'm going to move on to is my favorite actors so my favorite actors absolutely in the k-drama world are without a doubt soju sub and gong hyo jin and 
I'm so sad that Gong Hyojin is not doing any more dramas for now, but I love her so much. She's so talented. She's so amazing. And she's just she just knocks out knocks it out of the park every time. And her and Junji Hyun are like probably um you know, my top tier. Like I would watch anything they're in. Like I suffered <laughs> through Legend of the Blue Sea only for Junji Hyun. Also, since obviously since I'm not Korean, my pronunciation the names might not be perfect and i apologize for that beforehand if it's really horrible and you feel like i'm just butchering it please let me know i will try to work around it i'll try to be better but um yeah soji sub he's like the perfect dude dude <laughs> i'm i would watch him i watched the bali drama for him, what happened in bali for him because i was you know i was so obsessed and i watched and oh my venus continues to be my go-to drama to watch whenever i'm like sad or like bored it's just it just does it for me so those are my two favorites i'm <laughs> i have divided opinions about some of the popular names so i'm not going to discuss them because i know they will i'll get me into trouble but someone i also really like uh, ji changwook another one of my favorites what a what a sweetie what a wonderful guy like absolutely park so june of course funny thing when i watched she was pretty <laughs> and i know i'm gonna get killed for this also but when i was she was pretty i was very very much suffering from second lead syndrome because to me i was like oh my god the dude's you know so nice to her and he likes her for who she is and you know sojun's character doesn't like her for who she is but it was but over the years i just i've just fallen so much in love with park sojun that you know i I am <laughs> I don't know if I if I rewatch he was pretty whether I would still have second lead syndrome I just yeah so Park Seo Joon is also one of my favorites um it just I just like <laughs> the tall goofy ones hey that's just that's just my type in everything TBH but um my favorite my favorite tropes lot of people is the fake fake dating or fake marriage trope or the forced cohabitation i love that enemies to lovers love that that's almost every show um so one of my constant like constant favorites is marriage not dating not a lot of people have watched that i don't know i don't see a lot of people discussing it but that was one of the funniest and the most amazing dramas the actors were excellent the story was amazing it was just overall fantastic like fake marriage not even dating who doesn't love that shit <laughs> but um yeah so i really um enjoyed watching what i love soju sub and coherent so much that i watch master son like three times even though i'm very scared of scary stuff i'm very afraid of ghosts and i screamed at every jump scare even though it wasn't that scary technically but i wa- i love him so much that i watched it that many times even though the ghost scared me <laughs> of course like goblin i think every k drama person has to mention goblin because it was honestly i thought it was you know I, a lot of people have different opinions about it but it was a gorgeous drama like it was um grim and you know kim shin kind of made it for me they were they were so funny and sung jae as dokma was also brilliant even kim goon what a sweet portrayal it's not easy to portray a young young like high school student and then a mature woman but she she was she hit her out of the park you and also fabulous wonderful 
I was it was really standout drama I think for a lot of people at the end of 2016 20 and the beginning of 2017 and that's those are some of my favorite dramas and favorite tropes what I'm going to be doing with this podcast quote-unquote it's not really long it's pretty short for now is um I'm going to be discussing the dramas that I'm watching discussing the dramas that I have watched and for dramas that I am watching I'm trying to do like a weekly review of the episodes that I went through so you know the list of dramas that I'm currently watching it's long <laughs> I watch a lot of dramas is basically what I do with my life but Mondays and Tuesdays I watch Where Stars Land um, I watch Bad Papa, which is also Jung Hyuk is oh my god, he's the ultimate. He literally he could do no wrong in my eyes. He can I watch anything for him also. He yeah, so I'm watching Bad Papa for him. I'm watching Where Stars Land. And Wednesday, Thursday is sort of my big day, that's what I call it. I'm watching the guest spooky, but so 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 good. So I watch it in the day, so I'm not that scared. Ghost Detective, oh, Tajong Choi is amazing. Another level. Another level. <laughs> and I watch Terrius Behind Me because duh, Soju Sub. But also the drama is really, really good. I was going to watch it for Soju Sub anyway, but the drama blew me away. It is well done. The characters are so nicely fleshed out and everybody has a really good role to play. And I can't speak highly enough of the show. I'm very proud of it. I thought it was just going to be some random rom-com, but it is so good. And then Fridays, I watch Third Time Charm, which is kind of letting me down right now, but we'll discuss that later on. And Saturdays, I'm also, I've recently started <laughs> because of shout out to, um, Ali, Megan, and Anissa for getting me hooked on to weekend dramas because I was earlier I was not a believer I was just like whatever weekend dramas but then <laughs> I watched a recently concluded weekend drama called Marry Me Now and oh my god I loved it so much I used to watch it every weekend with my brother who also is a huge K drama fan and we would he actually has watched more weekend dramas than I have but that's a topic for another day and he got me onto this and and so then then Ali and Megan were watching it too and we just loved it it was it was amazing even though it was 50 episodes I was very sad when it ended I wanted there to be more episodes but anyway so I've started and then Saturday Sunday I watch um, Yui is in my only one I'm watching that weekend drama and I'm watching um, uh, Miss Ma Nemesis which is an adaptation of Miss Marple, um, Agatha Christie's Miss Marple, which again, I love Agatha Christie, everything, I've read every book, so wonderful series, it has, I don't know how they managed it, but they managed to transport that feeling of that, like, English villages in Korea, but it's flawless, amazing, um, highly recommended. So that's the list of dramas that I'm watching, I'm hoping to do reviews, because I really want to talk about them more, um, because I have a lot of feelings, and I have a lot of things to say when it comes to episodes I've watched so hopefully I'll be doing more of those in the future and I talk really fast and I'm sorry but um, this is very informal but it's just I enjoy 
K-dramas a lot. I really, really like them. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you just want me to shut the F up, <laughs> please let me know. The Tumblr is not enough drama. The Tumblr.tumblr.com. You can send me a message, send me an ask, whatever, and I will also <laughs> open a Twitter. I'm so lazy. I'm also old, so I'm like takes me a while to do get things started but anyways this i really wanted to do this for a long time and i'm hoping to have some of my friends as guests in the future because a lot of them are very knowledgeable about k-dramas way more than i am and they would i think they would have a really unique opinion and perspective on some things that i think would really <laughs> make this podcast way better than me just talking into a mic but until then this is the introductory introductory episode it's jp this is the what the drama what's the k drama podcast thank you for listening in so far i promise i will have more stuff in the future so thanks and i hope you listen to it next time and i hope you listen to it this time it's probably gonna have zero listeners but oh five maybe six because my friends are nice to me but but otherwise um thank you for listening in and see you next time Thank you.